With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, tonight I'd like to speak to you, Father, in regard to the timing of the church. Lord, it's very clear in the parable of the Great Supper that there's a time frame when you're going to cut off those that were invited. And dear Lord, you've been making your prophetic word to the church known. And we've been speaking about the lesson of Job the last two nights. And Father, tonight I would like to speak on the issue, dear Lord, the timing. Because, Lord, you tell us very clearly in Matthew 24, um, in verse 20, and you tell us in Mark 13, verse 18, that we are to not let pray. We are to pray. In other words, communicate to you that our flight may not be in the winter. Lord, you tell us that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath in Matthew 24 and in Mark 13, you only concentrate on this, the winter. So you're telling us a different issue. And Lord, we pray that they'd understand it very clearly that the winter time is the time, dear Lord, it's the last season of the night, of the years of the night of the day of the Lord. It's the last season down to the very last year, to the fourth quarter, you could say, of of the game, of getting in. But Lord, you tell your people, don't let it be that long. So you're telling your church, do not wait till the fourth quarter. Do not wait till the fourth season. You must get in before that, because you tell us, as we talked about in, with Elihu, and you made it clear in the book of Job that the law of you is that you give your seal in the night. And you're going to confirm it. When you say in Daniel 27, 927, Daniel 9, 27, when you're going to start the seven years, which starts with the morning, you tell it there, you're going to confirm the covenant. In other words, the covenant is already in place. You're coming to confirm it. In other words, those who follow it now and obey it now will see it. But when you confirm it, dear Lord, it means you're given that seal is final. It's like a, the judgment to them. You're going to get eternal life because you said, dear Lord, in John 5, 24, they'll pass through the judgments if they will hear your voice and believe in the promises of the Father. And they will also at that point uh be sealed up. In other words, you're going to cause them to be refined. You're going to give them the right to put on the fine linen. It's like you're you're giving them the right like you did Moses. Nobody could just go into the tent of meeting. It was guarded by Joshua. The people had to stay out of there because they weren't able to go in there. They they didn't want to receive the words. They wanted you to give it to a messenger. But now, dear Lord, you're telling them they must receive the words inside them. When Job, he'd heard the words all this time, did many wonderful works and so on, but he didn't see the words. And the people today, they, they do miracles. There's people that take people in the middle of the street and ask anybody the questions. If anybody, uh, if these people are blind, and they'd ask them the questions that confirms these people are blind. And then they'd ask them if they believe in Jesus, and then you would heal them. There's people that's walked the streets for these very days for the fact that you're going to do good works. All these people are wonderful people like Job. But they didn't see the words yet and they're rejecting the knowledge. And you tell these sad people, they don't realize that the minute that they see the words, 
healing will come to them. You will intervene. You tell us this in Joel 2, 12 to 20. If we will get the words and then gather together in a sacred assembly, you will intervene for us. You will keep us from these judgments. The people don't understand this. Destruction's coming on the earth and there's a short time to get it. And the key point that I'm trying to bring out, I'm not going to harp on this a long time tonight, Lord, with you. I just would like you, Lord, to please make known through your spirit to these people the wonderful thing. You came in a whirlwind. And Lord, you tell us you're going to come in a whirlwind again at this time. And Lord, out of that whirlwind, you caused Job to see his sins. And Lord, I'm praying that out of the whirlwind, you're going to tell these leaders, these wonderful prophets, these wonderful leaders, that you'll cause them to see their sin of not seeing the words that enables your works. You tell them in the book of Job that you say, have you done this? Have you, are you able to do this? It's the Lord speaks and this is done. And he's, you're wanting us to do it. You told us if we would just have the faith like a mustard seed, we could say to this mountain, be moved and it'll be done for us. People today can't do that. Lord, they, there's many that have said they've done wonderful things that calmed the waters and so forth. And you've done these things to bear witness to your truth. Just like you did it for the miracles and the people of Israel. But at the end of the day, when the troubles came, they all ran away from you. There were some disciples that stayed, and to them you opened your words after the compelling event of the cross, and you came back. And you opened to them the words so they could understand the scriptures. The people today don't understand the scriptures. They just think they do. Lord, they have good knowledge. There's a lot of wonderful things that they can interpret from the scriptures, but they do not see the way that you created the creation with your words. They don't see the words. They don't see the way of the words. And Lord, in this just this discussion tonight, I'm trying to say to you, Lord, that this is a time when the people must understand the church has a time limit. You told them that they must come out before the winter. That's the fall season. We're in the fall season. You told us, Lord, that you give the seal in the night, and we're in the last year of the night. If they don't believe it, they should dissect my writings that you've given me, dear Lord, just tremendously zealously so they could discern these scriptures. Because if they don't, they're going to be extremely sorrowful just like you said in Matthew seven twenty one to 23, that many are going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this in your name? Didn't we heal in your name? Didn't we prophesy in your name? They're going to be shocked, as you said. But you're going to say to them, you workers of lawlessness, depart from me. Because you told us, Lord, in Psalms 119, 142, that your truth is law. And they will not receive the words of truth. They will not rightly divide the words of truth. You told them this is required. You said you wanted them to be saved, which they are. But you want them to come to the knowledge of truth. The problem they have is there's a, in the day of the Lord, there's a cutoff time to receive the knowledge and truth, which is the inheritance of the kingdom of God. The words are inside us, but you're going to take that light from out of us, just like you did in 2009. You started judging the shepherds. And they've been living all this time, and they've been making prophetic word and many things. Uh, dear Lord, you've been trying to call them, just like you sent Elihu, and he spoke all these words to Job and everything. But there's coming a compelling time where the east wind will come. And if they don't turn immediately from that east wind, that compelling call, it'll be too late. But that compelling call, you said, dear Lord, will not come to those who have been invited. Dear Lord, you've been trying to get these people invited. You've spoken to the shepherds. They've ignored it. Some have trampled upon the words, calling the abomination straight from the pits of hell. Uh, I fear that that is blasphemy of the Spirit, Holy Spirit, which is unpardonable. I pray it's not. But it sure seems like it. And if it is so, there's going to be a tragic loss of some very gigantic names in the, in the ministry of the church because they have done this 
and they've worked to stop this message. They didn't care to hear it out. They didn't care to hear out the story of my workings with the dark side of the government at the very top and how they discredited me and set it up. They don't want to hear that truth. Instead, they go and negotiate with these leaders of the world after you've told us not to, because you told us in the day of the Lord when the light has come, which is the entrance of the world, do not turn and go back to them. And I have not done that, Lord. I have not sought to go back after these people. Dear Lord, you told us not to, and that's what you told the shepherds, and they haven't done that. Lord, I pray that you will hear the people at this time, that you will cause them to know that we're in the time where the church is running out of time. We're in the fall season. They must obey Joel 2, 12 to 20. Or I fear, according to Matthew 24, 20 and Mark 13, 18, it's too late for them. And Lord, we know that in, in the 15th of Shabbat, the middle of the three months of the winter, is when, dear Lord, that you do this thing of uh, starting to feed the new trees. Those are the new trees, bringing them forth anew with new oil, new, new light. And Lord, it'll be too late for those that aren't in by that time. And Lord, it's interesting that there's, you know, there's usually this long time of mourning, which and you're telling us will be like 145 days of mourning. Dear Lord, we pray that people understand that at this time they must come out. You've warned the people many times. The hour of trial is on them. Dear Lord, we're in that hour of trial. We have to make a decision. Are we going to complacently allow the words of the dragon to overcome us and defeat us and destroy us? Or are we going to turn to the words that he has no power against, that he has to run from? And dear Lord, more than that, we're in a time of the fourth council. This is a, it's interesting, Lord, that we're in the fourth season or fourth hour, excuse me, fourth hour of your day. The fourth hour is your time of council. And that's the time you give the seal. And dear Lord, that, that's tonight. We're in the fourth night. We're in the, you know, the, there's two hours in the evening time. An hour is 42 months. And according to the book of Revelation and according to your times, even your hour that you were on the earth ministering. And Lord, we see that we're in this time. And Lord, we went through the first two in the evening time. Then we came to the night and people should have got understanding in the first three and a half hours of the night, but they would not. That was from 2010 and to 2013. Dear Lord, in, in the fall, when the words, I mean, at the time of the hour of the trial came, and now, dear Lord, we are in the last, entering the last five months, dear Lord, of the of the time. Dear Lord, the last five months of the night of the day, the Lord. And if they don't believe it, they should check it out with the scriptures thoroughly because their life is at risk. The kingdom is at risk. And Lord, their ability to keep away from the plagues is at risk. And Lord, we know that you love so many of these people and you're going to cause them to be stirred up to remember their sins. That's what you did with Job. You caused him to see his sins and he turned immediately. Lord, we pray that you'll be so merciful to send your whirlwind to some of these people that they would be stirred up inside of them to see their sins and they might turn to you. Lord, we pray, dear Lord, that the Spirit will move, cause the people to know that in a time clock, the church is out of time. We're in the fall season. You told them, do not let your flight from the world. See, they have to be set apart from the world by your words. John seventeen seventeen, Joel 2, 12 to 20. That's how you become sanctified. Sanctified is set apart as holy. They cannot be holy until they receive what is holy inside them. And they can't receive the spirit of truth in them that enables them to, re to receive the words that are holy. 
until they come out of the world, as you tell them in John 14, 15 to 17. Coming out of the world is wanting to, to forget about these elections, forget about following these people, know that we're living in poison, know that we're living in fraud and deceit and, and destruction of our children and the, and, and the plan that they have of the global genocide to kill 99% of us. Know that, believe that. Testimonies everywhere uh, from different people, and even from your prophetic words, you've shown the visions of the bombs, the tsunamis, and the rest of it. They will not believe all this. But Lord, this is you've been speaking, and it's time for them to believe the scriptures. Because Lord, you said you will intervene, but only if we do what is said in Joel 2, 12 to 20. This is not the time of the rapture. We are not ready for the rapture because we're not spotless. We have not been refined by your word, worshiped by the word of the word. The people don't even have the knowledge of your word yet because they're not holy to receive it. You cannot put what's holy, as you said in Second Corinthians 12, 1 to 4, you can't put that word in them because they're unlawful to utter it because they're of the world. If they, they can't utter it, they can't even receive the spirit of truth, John fourteen fifteen to 17, until they've separated themselves from the world. And the spirit of truth is what causes them to know your words, Proverbs one twenty three, And dear Lord, you warned them in Proverbs 1, uh, 24 to 33, that if they will not hear your words and increase in knowledge, then you're going to laugh at them and their calamities, because their calamities are sure to come. And your spirit has been calling out her words, Proverbs one twenty to 22, all this time. And you promised them in verse 23, that if they would turn, you'd pour out your spirit upon them and cause them to know your words. If they know your words and they know your ways, John fifteen seven, then their desire will be done for them. And their desire should be the only way that if they're following you is to enter the kingdom and bring forth the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven, which cannot be done unless we speak the pure language that are in the way of heaven, which you tell us in Zephaniah 3, 9, you're going to cause to be done on earth. They're either going to speak it or they're going to be punished by it. We pray that they will speak it and be blessed and multiplied and healed and all these things by it because the time of healing is also at hand. People have been looking for miracles all this time and they've never seen a miracle that cures everyone. And that, that is what's coming. You did it when you came upon the earth that time and, and now you're going to do it again. But this time's after the, the people turn to you and come to you. Then you're going to heal them. You promised restoration to them. But they will not hear. They don't want to be healed. The ones that are crippled don't want to be healed. Uh, the ones that are maimed don't want to be healed. The ones that have medical diseases, cancer, Alzheimer's, all these things, they don't want to be healed because they're not listening to you. Shows that they're not zealous to believe you about healing and about your covenant. Dear Lord, we pray that they would understand this and come out. Dear Lord, we ask you, Lord, to cause the people to be stirred up to want to know your truth. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.